BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, and today's episode is going to be all about back-to-school advice. I know in Canada, or at least in Toronto, I'm not sure if all the school boards across Canada are like this. Some of you in the States may already be in school, but this is the first week of school for my Canadian babes. So we're going to do a little back-to-school episode, some back-to-school advice, whether in your high school, whether you are in high school or university, or even if you are starting at your first big girl job or adult job or you're adulting, I feel like these are still very applicable to you, but I was getting a lot of requests for this, so I thought, why not? I'm still going into school. I have one semester left of three courses. I'm at Ryerson University in Toronto. I get asked this a lot. I'm in the Ted Rogers School of Management. I'm doing a Bachelor of Commerce. My major is Marketing Management, and I minored in Retail Management, so that's essentially the business side of fashion. So I did buying courses. I did a lot of social media courses, marketing for retail, stuff like that. Um, But marketing was my major and I'm just finishing that up. I have one of my final core classes. It's called Biz 800. 
It's like apparently an all-around business course. I still don't really know what the courses in my program at Ryerson. I still feel like such a newbie um, having transferred after second year and then going into the pandemic and all of that. But I have that and then I have um, – It's called like a sociology of food and society or something of that sort, something kind of interesting. And then I also have a communications course, which is, I believe, a social media course, if I'm remembering correctly, but I'm doing it all virtually. I'm not going to be on campus and I'll still be working full time at the social media agency I work for. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, a lot of balancing work, and I'll have to take a lot of my own advice here. I'm just searching for the questions as I'm doing this intro for you guys. Let's talk about my weekly intention. My weekly intention is still to drink more water. Guys, I've been really slacking with the water game, and I'm still feeling it. I find my sugar cravings are so much higher, and it's just driving me mad, and I feel super dehydrated my digestion and my skin aren't as good. Although you guys still seem to think my skin is perfect. I promise it it is not. I have breakouts all over. I have acne scars. It's it's life. It's normal. Um, But I really want to focus on drinking more water and fixing my sleep schedule. Those are two things I really need to work on and get back into the routine with and habit of and be a bit more disciplined in myself with myself with that. So I've re-downloaded my water reminder app. I'll tell you what it's called. It's called Waterlogged, and I'm actually going to set it to give me reminders, but you can log, you can set a goal. It will tell you how much water you have left to drink, how much you drank, etc. Waterlogged is the app name. You can download anyone, and I think it also connects to your Apple Watch. So if you're an Apple Watch addict like myself, you can have reminders on there too. And in terms of sleep, I'm going to really utilize the bedtime mode on my iPhone and actually abide by it opposed to just ignoring it because at this point I've been ignoring it, but we're going to do it. We're going to be disciplined. We're going to be, we're going to be good. We're going to get ourselves back into gear, going into school, just setting ourselves up for success. Am I right, ladies? So that's my weekly intention. I guess that is also my weekly tip. Download apps or find ways to hold yourself accountable for your goals, whether it be telling a friend, doing it with a friend, telling a family member, um, a mentor, your therapist, whoever. Um, hold yourself accountable and find ways. So for me, it's using apps that remind me or things on my phone, which I'm always on to remind me. But let's do my current faves. My current faves is are is. My current faves are, I still don't know the grammatical proper way to say that, but a current fave of mine is my haircut. I can't remember if I've spoken about this on the podcast yet, but I literally chopped my hair, chopped off all the breakage, all the stuff. I did talk about it because I spoke about my Revlon, but I really love how blunt my ends are and how thick it feels. And I'm actually obsessed. I feel like a new human. Um, Thank you to everyone who messaged me about what I can do, if I should get a Dyson, if I should get Keratin, um, all that stuff. Because my Dyson, literally, guys, it set off the smoke detector. It really did. And I don't want to put that on my hair. So um, we're not going to use the Revlon anymore. She is, she's going into retirement. I'm, we'll see how long that lasts. But I just don't want to use her as frequently as I was using her because she was burning my hair. And my sister was asking me, should I get a Revlon 
one blow dry, et cetera. I don't know the name brush, you know, the one. And I said, no. And she said, why? So many people are raving about it. I said, Jordan, that's my sister's name. I said, Jordan, it literally set off my smoke detector. It is why I had to chop my hair off. I had so much breakage. It smokes. It sets the smoke alarm off. Do not do it. It will destroy your hair. It is not worth it. If you want to try it, you can try mine, but I'm advise against it. Um, a lot of people suggested to not do keratin. They're like, it's going to ruin your hair. Um, we shall see. I will keep you posted on this hair journey, but I'm really liking how fresh and healthy my hair feels and let's see how long I can keep it. Normally it goes about like three months and then I have to chop it and we're back at square one, but it's okay. We're okay. That's life. It's life. Um, I also just recorded another podcast episode before this with Kira, which is going to air after this one. Um, so, and I'm tired from work. So we're going to have a fun, tired Lanny episode that kind of rambles and is a bit cuckoo. I, I never say that word. See? We're a bit out of it, but I think it will be a bit entertaining and hopefully there are some tangible takeaways that you can take away from this episode. I really like Amber Chamberlain's advice episodes or just like her show in general. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but her show is really good. I'm trying to think. What is it called? Anything Goes. Yes, I really like her show. So highly recommend that. I always get asked what episode, what podcast shows are kind of like mine that you that I would recommend or just shows in general that I would recommend. That is definitely one of them. Um, but back onto my current faves. My fresh hair. I'm very still obsessed with my super goop glow screen. Obsessed. It makes my skin look so glowy and healthy and helps it look hydrated and and glistening like it would be if I should be drinking water, which I'm actually on my second liter today. We have made it onto the second liter. We are very proud of ourselves right now. I don't really have that many current faves. I'm just trying to hold on to summer for dear life and hoping that it doesn't run away from me too soon. That it, That's where I'm at. I'm really not a fan of fall. I'm going to try and brace fall this year, but I really don't like winter. This is why I need to move somewhere warm, but like California, like that could be such fun, like moving vlogs, living in LA, being a typical influencer. I hate that word, but um, let's get into the questions. I hope you're not too annoyed with me for rambling on, but it's okay. I love you guys. You guys sent a lot of questions. Okay. The first question is very on theme over here. It is from a listener and she said, any tips on recovering your sleep schedule? I've fallen out of my routine and it's been hard. I would really, if you have an iPhone, I'm not sure if Android has this, but if you have an iPhone, utilize the bedtime setting and the downtime setting for your screen and your apps. It locks your apps past a certain point, whatever you set it. And the bedtime will turn off all the notifications. It will tell you when to start getting ready for bed. And I really like it, but try to implement a regular sleep time and wake up time and try it out for two weeks. And that is how you get into the habit of doing that. Tips for starting high school, please. I start Tuesday. Oh my God. And your name's Lorelai. You're so sweet. Hello. Hello. Um, high school. Oh my God. I remember starting high school and I was so nervous. Um, it is essentially like middle school, just bigger, and there's older kids. You're no longer at the top of the, the chain. You're at the bottom. But just be like really open-minded to experiencing things and meeting new people and becoming friends with different people. You will adjust. I promise you. 
Um, don't be afraid to go to your guidance counselor. I know I like was like, no, I don't need to go to the guidance counselor. Like that's weird. Like that's for people that are like really troubled. Like, no, like I don't want to go to the guidance counselor, but going to the guidance counselor, even in, um, university, going to your academic advisor, highly, highly recommend. They are there for a reason. They will help you. If you're not sure with courses, they will help guide you. If you're stressed, they will help you put in the tools and the learning strategies or guide you to where you can get the help. Um, but just enjoy it. It goes by really, really fast and you're going to love it. I loved high school. I was a girl that loved high school. Would I go back? Probably not, but I loved high school. How did slash do you balance school, life, and homework? Um, My Google Calendar or my planner um, was my godsend, still is. Um, In high school, I sucked at using a physical planner. I had a lot of to-do list that I would make or I had like a massive calendar that I kept if I'm remembering right I got like a huge paper calendar like one of those desk calendars and I put everything and color-coded it I always color-coded everything but I think because I had such a structured schedule with school and then a structured schedule with dance dance kind of contributed to like my social life and then I was super productive with getting my homework done surrounding school and dance that I could hang out with my friends. Um, But just like learning what your priorities are, being smart with your time, thinking of your future self um, and knowing when to stop working and when it's okay to hang out with friends. um, That I hope that helped. Any tips on feeling confident at school, how to radiate positive vibes and energy? I really think who you surround you, who you surround yourself with is the energy that you're going to start to emulate and the habits and the way that you're going to behave. You really are the top five people you surround yourself with. So choose wisely, choose selectively. Um, Don't be afraid to be authentically yourself. I know in school, especially middle school and high school, it can be really easy to fall into the trap of being this persona that you think everyone wants you to be. But if you be authentically yourself, And if it's this person that radiates positive vibes and energy, then you're going to attract people that radiate that same energy back. And then it's only going to embrace it more. Um, I feel like a lot of people fall into being super negative and gossiping. And guys, my neighbor is literally come out on his patio and now can see me. So this is fun. And I feel really awkward. I'm sitting by a window, but we're going through this together. Okay. He's behind like the divider. So hopefully he doesn't come out, but apartment living at its finest got like a little social awkward anxiety ironic because we're talking about feeling confident so I'm going to take some of my own advice just be authentically yourself be proud of it and run with it as Sarah's day would say act confident and no one will question you outfits for uni and tips for being confident I'm going to be honest I always wore like sweats or leggings and like a hoodie or like super super casual um, guys, he's standing. I'm, I don't like this. Um, outfits, I always wore like sweatpants, super casual and comfy. I was rarely the girl in university that dressed up for class. In high school, I went through phases where it was like definitely like leggings, Uggs, and a sweater. Um, or in grade like 11 and 12, I started to dress a lot nicer. I started to wear like jeans and I mean, looking back, it was really not cute looks, but it was like nice for the time. Um, But I really like 
you can never go wrong with like blue jeans and a white tank or t-shirt. I'm not sure what your dress code is. Um, Looking at Pinterest for inspiration, looking at fashion bloggers, whatever it is. Um, Just wear what makes you feel your most confident and most comfortable um, and just run with it. And tips for being confident. Um, Focus on what makes you happy and what makes you feel good and be authentically yourself. I feel like my therapist, Tamar, always says, be authentically yourself. Now it's really ingrained in my head. So good job, Tamar. You really, you really, really did it for me. Um, Cognitive behavioral therapy is really working. I'm living proof of it. But surround yourself with people that make you feel good about yourself and don't surround yourself with people that are super shitty and don't make you feel good and are constantly pushing you down because I've done that. I've been there and it makes you feel really shitty. But if you surround yourself with people that lift you up and are truly want to be there for you and want to support you, then it's going to make the world of a difference. Dealing with toxic friendships. Cut them off, sweetie. You don't, They don't need to be in your life. You don't have to be friends with anyone. Um you can confront them and say you don't want to be friends with them. You can have a friend breakup. Um, I've done it so many times. Um, well, not so many times, but I've done it. And you can listen to my episode with Corey. I believe it's like my third or fourth episode. We had a really toxic friendship in high school, and now we have a really healthy relationship. And that's because we gave ourselves time to grow apart. And maybe you won't come back together, but don't be afraid to talk, cut off those toxic relationships. They're doing more harm than good, whether it be friendships or platonic, platonic or romantic relationships. How to stay consistent with a healthy routine while doing online school. I think it's really important to figure out what that routine is going to look like for you and to be very disciplined in a healthy way with that routine. So if you want to wake up early at 6 a.m., say you're going to wake up at 6 a.m., be consistent with it and actually get up at 6 a.m. Try to implement a little bit of movement, whatever that feels good to you. Just find things that make you feel your best and be disciplined in implementing them, but also don't implement them all at the same time. Like don't decide that tomorrow I'm going to start drinking two liters of water a day. I'm going to start fixing my sleep schedule. I'm going to start working out twice a day. I'm going on a walk. I'm doing this. I'm eating only home-cooked meals. I'm eating vegan. Like all this stuff, like you're going to be too overwhelmed. You're going to burn out and you're not going to be consistent with it. And you're just going to be like, fuck this. I don't want to do any of it. But if you start to implement one thing at a time, like for example, this week, I'm going to implement drinking more water. The next week, I'm going to try to fix my sleep schedule and drink more water. The following week, I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to have a good sleep schedule and I'm going to start going on morning walks, hot girl walks, if you will. Then the following week, I'm going to drink enough water. I'm going to go to bed and at a good time and have a good sleep. I'm going to go on my hot girl walks. And now three times a week, I'm going to go to a spin class. Slowly, slowly do it over time. So you build those good habits. You're disciplined with that one habit for that week. And that's your focus and adding that in. And that way it's going to be a lot more sustainable. And it's going to come with a lot of trial and error, figuring out what works best with you. And when you have lectures online, um, I think also don't just roll over and on your bed, pull your computer up and open class, have a designated workspace, go to that workspace, set a time that you're going to start doing your work, sit there, be focused, be present in the moment. Don't be scrolling on your phone, be really present and treat it as you would as if you were to be going into lecture on campus. Um, Best snack ideas for lunches? If... mm, you mean like to bring with your lunch. A snack is not your lunch. 
Um, I always – what did I bring – in high school. In high school, okay, we're not going to talk about high school Annie because high school Annie did not eat the best. She was probably bringing goldfish, which are great. I love goldfish. I've actually been craving them. I think I'm going to go buy them from the grocery store. Um, I love having fruit with me on the go. Protein bars are great. I really love Go Macro Bars, Raw Rev, um, the Cliff Protein Bodybuilder. I think it's like Protein Builder, Builder's Bar or something. Those ones are really good. Um, midday squares are good. The only thing is that they kind of have to be refrigerated. So if you can have like a little ice pack situation, that's great. But, or if you're going to have it earlier in the day, then that's good too. Um, veggies and dip are great. I just honestly love fruit or you could do like chips and dip. You could bring like little like Mary's crackers, or you could do like chips and cheese, crackers and cheese, um, biscuits, biscotti is great. Um, energy balls. Those are all my fave meal prepping tips. Um, I liked to pack my lunches the night before or my breakfast. If I also need to do that overnight oats are great for breakfast, chia seed puddings, um, prepping your smoothie the night before. So like you don't have to actually make it, but putting it all in the blender, putting it in the freezer, and then just adding your liquid in the morning is super great so that you can just blend it super quick. I loved making salads for lunch or sandwiches, whether it be like a grilled cheese or um, a bagel with cream cheese and lox or um, nut butter or like a veggie bagel or a wrap or something. I love salads. I love bowls. Just thinking ahead of your future self. Things you wish you would have done your grade 12 year. I wish I would have let go a bit more of my grades. Like I feel like, like yes, your grades are super important, but I feel like I spent a lot of time studying when I could have been going out with friends and making memories with them. So just be open to saying yes more and being okay. Like I was like very, very introverted. Still am. I would say I'm like an extroverted introvert, but I wish I was like more social and said yes to more things and I didn't and I wasn't super anxious especially when it came to like hanging out with guys and whatnot um just like allowing myself to be who I wanted to be and not be fearful of what that might mean um I feel like I I didn't really grow into myself until third year so I wish I would have just like accepted who I wanted to be and like ran with it and just been confident in that and said yes more Planner you use, how you stay organized. I like the Passion Planner. I don't think my discount code still works. If it does, it's Alana, A-L-L-A-N-A, and then the number 10, like one zero. Um, I love my Passion Planner. I'll link it in the show notes. It's just www.passionplanner.com. I have the academic medium black leather bound, and I have it start on a Monday, I believe. I really like that. I also love my Google Calendar. My Google Calendar is my best friend. I have it color-coded for everything and anything. I schedule when I have work, when I'm going to take a lunch, even if I don't take it then, just to remind me to take a lunch. I schedule my workouts. I schedule my lectures in different colors and all the assignments. I love, love, love my Google Calendar because it syncs with my phone. It syncs with my Apple Watch. I get reminders before different things. It's awesome. And I can invite my friends to events, which is super fun. Even if they don't accept, I make events for all our plants so that I know that it's there and I can see it and I love how it looks. How to get motivation to study. 
I think it's important to set a goal and how you want to feel and make it a like an emotional feeling. So for example, you can motivate yourself to study because when you're writing that test, you don't want to feel shitty about yourself. You don't want to feel like you don't know anything. You want to feel super confident while you're writing it. You want to feel super confident going into it. And then afterwards, you want to feel really good about it. You want to feel good about what you did. You want to feel good leaving the testing center, the test or wherever you wrote it. So that's a huge motivation to me. But even like so like those feelings and then like maybe like it is your goal to get like an A plus or like a 90% on the exam or the test. So use that as motivation. Um, if it's a class that you're really interested in, maybe it's that you really want to know all this information and really understand it and be able to apply it. Um But for me, it was really like the feeling like I didn't want to feel super shitty or insecure when writing um the exam or the test. So I would study and I would ensure that I felt really confident going into the exam so that I could perform and show up as my highest self, although I did not word it like that back then. Um, Best ways to journal for school. I feel like journaling is really like separate, but I guess you could set like goals and like mindsets and affirmations around school. Um... I like the prompts, what do I need more of, what do I need less of, what do I need to let go of. Mind dumps are super awesome because I feel like we can like let all these thoughts build up in our head and we don't release them. So mind dumps are super helpful. Setting goals and intentions for the month are super helpful. Like what do you want to achieve this month at school, whether it be socially or academically. Those are the prompts I really like. And If you're finding me from this podcast, I post weekly journal prompts on my Instagram at LannyBFit every Monday. Sometimes it ends up being on Tuesday, but I try to post them on Monday and you can use those if you're lost. I also highly recommend the five-minute journal. That's another great place to start. How can I balance focusing on school and also focusing on fitness and self-care? I feel like I posted, not posted, I feel like I discussed this a little bit before, but like earlier in the episode, But I think it really comes down to your priorities, right? I remember in first and second year, all the guys and I would always work out. And then the second that – like we don't work out together, but we would always see each other at the gym. And I remember always the time it hit around like midterms or finals or like super busy times at school, they would kind of stop going to the gym. And I never really understood that because for me, I always knew that I needed to work out in order to manage my stress, my anxiety levels, to be able to be super productive and efficient when it came to studying. Um, So it's really being aware of what your priorities are. Is your priority to feel good both mentally and physically? Is your priority to just like cram all day and to not be super efficient or productive in your studying? How do you want to feel when you're studying, when you're writing the test or the exam, when you're doing your assignments? What are your priorities? Do you want to stay up every single night playing video games instead of maybe going to bed earlier, waking up a bit earlier, working out before school, maybe working out after school? Do you want to have the time to prepare healthier meals for yourself or cooking at home? Um, really figuring out what your priorities are and how you can work them into your schedule so that you're able to achieve them. If you think ahead, you're going to be able to plan your day accordingly so that you're able to do these things like working out and eating whole balanced meals and home-cooked meals. 
resting, getting enough sleep versus if you kind of just leave it all for shits and you kind of just don't plan ahead or think ahead and you're rushing to school and you don't have time to work out because you overslept and you don't have time to make a nice healthy meal, balanced meal at home that's going to energize you and keep you satisfied and full and nourished. And so you're going to have to get like Tim Hortons or like McDonald's, like some fast food for lunch, or maybe you're going to end up skipping lunch, which isn't good. Um, It's really all about thinking of your future self and Amanda's kitchen. I'm not sure. Her name's Amanda Smith. Her account is Amanda's kitchen. She always said, think of your future self. Like think of how you want to feel in the future. Like planning your meals ahead, having that ready for yourself. Like how would it feel to wake up knowing that your meal is planned or how would it feel to wake up knowing that you have enough time to work out or to have a leisurely morning before school or work? Think about that. Think of how you want to feel and then put the actions in now and the steps in now and the routines in now so that you're able to feel that way and show up as that way. Okay, this is going to be the last question because a lot of the other ones are repetitive. But a listener asked, how do I maintain a relatively good sleep schedule with a rigorous workload and lots of homework? Sis, I feel you. I really do feel you. For me at school, I actually was talking about this with Kira, so you'll hear it a little bit um, on next week's episode and on the Cacti Wellness Collective. I did a little productivity workshop with her. But for me, I've always been very disciplined as to when I stop my work. So in university, I rarely stayed up super late doing work. I always was super proactive and I would stop studying for the most part when I was going to have dinner. And after dinner, that was when I relaxed. That's when I started to wind down for bed. That's when I had my me time. And I think it's really important to set those boundaries with yourself, whether it's school or work, if you're working from home, if you're working for yourself, really focus on when does the workday end? When am I going to give myself time to recharge and re-energize so that I can show up tomorrow and be able to be as productive and efficient and get all the things that I need to get done and to show up for myself as well? So... For me, it's really setting those clear boundaries. So whether it be I stop work at 5 and after 5 p.m. I close my computer and I'm not studying anymore or I'm not working anymore. Or maybe um, you're doing what I did. You did it until dinner. So say you ate dinner around 7 or 8 p.m. Then you're working until then. And then once you step away from your computer to make dinner, you're not working anymore. You're now on relaxation mode, whether you're by yourself or you're going out with friends. But then also setting that time when you're going to stop watching the movie or reading and actually go to bed and get some shut eye. So decide when that eight hours or seven hour window of sleep is going to be. What is that going to look like? And really think ahead and do it proactively for at least two weeks. Um, I heard somewhere, read somewhere, I feel like I'm like a sponge and I absorb everything. So I have no idea where I heard this, but I heard that it takes two weeks to get your sleep schedule into motion and working properly. So just set those boundaries and know that it's okay to take time out of your day for yourself. There is no reason to work yourself to the grave, to burn yourself out from overworking and get yourself super, super tired. You need to take time for yourself, whether it be 
going on a walk midday or walking before work or school or walking afterwards, taking a moment to just breathe, taking a moment to sit down and just be mindful of the moment, to journal, to shower, to take a nice candlelit bath, putting those priorities into place and putting that discipline into place. Okay, it's seven o'clock. I'm no longer working tonight. No more work. If I get an email, we ignore it. We can answer it tomorrow. That person can wait. I hope this episode was super helpful. I'm sorry if it was all over the place, but that's me and I really hope you liked it. If there are any episodes um, you'd like to hear, let me know what topics you want on my Instagram DMs at LannyBFit. Let me know if there's any particular guests that you want to hear. If you like this episode, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how you can help support the podcast. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.